eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilly, you guys with us. 215-592-9494. Coming up at 1, a little sneak peek of what we're going to do tomorrow. We're going to have a couple radio hosts on. You might have heard them before or heard of them or heard them on this radio station before. They're going to join us tomorrow. We're going to cross over with a pair of dopes in San Francisco who have a lot of things to say about the city of Philadelphia and every single one of you. So we'll put them in their place tomorrow. They'll join us at uh, tomorrow. He's a fraud. Yep, and at 1, you'll hear a little sneak peek of that coming up. Back to the phone lines here and then. Well, let's hear what Shil Kapati has said. Interesting thought on Brock Purdy and how the Eagles can beat him on Sunday. Tom in Abington is up. Hey, Tom. Yo, fellas. How we doing today? <laughs> What's up, hey, man? Tom. What doing? are you thinking? Uh, well, I'm thinking the Niners have more to prove, first off, because they're the ones chirping and they're the ones who got their asses handed to them last year. So that's pretty cut and dry as far as I see it. Well, they did get their asses handed to them. You're right about that. That game was not even competitive. It was. Tom, I'm thinking back to watching that game last year, the title game. Like it was weird because in the second quarter, like it hit me. This game is over. The Eagles over. are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, in it, yeah, in an NFC title game. So yeah, they definitely have more to prove. Now, when it comes to the Eagles, I love how the goalposts just keep getting moved on this team. So like last year, you know, they they had a cupcake schedule. They didn't beat anybody. This year, we're not beating anybody by enough points, which is just ridiculous. Uh, I I. I heard for, for months about this gauntlet that the Eagles were going to go through. Turns out the Eagles are the gauntlet, okay? They're, they're breaking trends. They're setting records. So now all I'm hearing is how lucky they are, right? So, okay, yeah, you need a little luck to win. I get that. Um, but this team, all right, so now you hear this isn't sustainable, right? You can't keep winning this way. Well, it's not sustainable until it is sustainable, so before I tell you guys how this game's going to go Sunday, a little PSA for the faint of heart out there. Go out and get a dog, get a beta fish, have a session if you need to. Calm you down because <laughs> this is going to be a knockdown, drag-out bloodbath Sunday. And the Eagles will go down early. 
and the Eagles will trail in every metric that you can have for the game except for one. The score at the end when Jake Elliott kicks a walk-off field goal as time expires, the Eagles win 29-27, to and then all of the talk next week will be nationally. See how lucky this Eagles team is? They just keep lucking out. And you know what? I'm going to love every second of it. As you should if it plays out that way, uh-huh. Tom. I don't know if I, I like that. I don't like, I don't like that. Nerve wracking for you? Yeah, I don't, no, I don't, want, I don't want that kind of game, Tom. I want, I want, uh, well, I that, want to, That's I, what this team is, you. That is what this team is. I yeah. mean, it is, Tom, but but again, and, and I, I've moved the goalposts to accept what they are, but we can't we can't do that every weekend and week out, man. Everybody, we can't do that. No. Until we, until we can. Like, what happens? You just picture it. Picture this team going down and 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 coming back in every game leading up to and including the Super Bowl. Then what? Will Boy, well, I'm, I'm, we're all going to be in the cardiologist by yeah, by the Tom, middle of February here. I don't Tom. know if I, I no, Tom. I ain't trying to do all that. I mean, it would be fun. <laughs> the one thing, and, and Tom, we love you, man. Appreciate the phone call. This season has, like I, I've said a bunch of times, I don't. This team hasn't impressed me in terms of the way they play as much as last year's team. I thought last year's team was just more trustworthy week to week. But this year's been more fun. I mean, it's more fun to have a – All depends on who you ask. Yeah, well, I just think it's more fun to have an so overtime win. So you like being win. behind – you like being down No, there. I don't like it. I'm just saying it's more – like to watch the games. Last year, you know, you put your feet up and, and the game was over. Like they blew out the Steelers. They blew out the Titans. They blew out – I'm trying to remember what they blew out. They blew out a lot of teams. Like the Texans, they were up by a lot. I mean – the Giants, when they went to New York in December, that game was Pick like getting the Steelers. Yes, they. A lot of the games last year, it was, it was great. They won, and but it was like the game itself wasn't really that exciting. This year, the games you have been like your chest is beating out of your your. I mean, your heart's beating out of your chest. Yeah, you don't. You know, I don't need that, man. That's a lot. So you want to you want to sprinkle a blowout in here? I, I want. I would like. I would like a a a, a salted win. Like it could be a three point game, but we salted away. You know, by running the ball effectively, or maybe like with this team throwing the ball. We haven't had one in a long time. No, we had no, no. That come from behind. You know, doing the Spartacus or whatever Maximus thing. Are you not entertained? I don't. I don't need. I don't need that. We. I don't think we've had a game where it was legitimately like you knew it was over in the middle of the fourth quarter and since Tampa in week three. No, a long I, time. Yeah, but I will say this: it is something to be said about being a former defender, being in a situation where, you know, it's on you to, to help sort the game away. Kind of like the like Brandon Graham and those cats did and being that guy. Yeah. You know, and being that guy, there's something special about that. But, yeah, I don't, I, don't want, I don't need too many of those. So, look, it would help if they're up. It would help if they put Purdy in a situation. He's got to come back. Here's Shio Kapati talking about Brock Purdy and how the Eagles could beat him. Yeah, you know, I, I think he's definitely better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, like I said, he's more a more aggressive thrower. Now, it's so hard to separate with the 49ers. How much is Shanahan? How much is the supporting cast of McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and all the weapons they have there? And how much is the quarterback? But he absolutely has played well. Now, I will say that he will give you two to three plays, I would say, a game where you really have a shot to take the ball away. He is not a conservative mm. player. And so when you get those opportunities in this game, whether it's a sack fumble, whether it's an interception, whether it's a tip pass, uh, that to me is the key. When you look at when that 49ers offense struggled earlier in the season, during that three-game losing streak, it was so much about turnovers. And so he's the guy who, who will give you those opportunities. You have to capitalize on them. 
I agree with Shield. He he is. It, that's why when people call him a game manager, like I don't, you're not watching. He doesn't play like a game manager. Game managers don't take risks, right? They dump the mm. ball off, check downs. This guy, go watch the video of the play that they had against the Seahawks last week, when he threw in a triple coverage to win the game with a touchdown. Hugh, that ball, like that was a dangerous throw. Purdy will throw the ball into traffic, which most game managers like they don't. No, do. they don't want to do that. So they, they here's what the Eagles got to do: pick it off, right? He puts it up, get it. Well, this is this is what you have to do when you have a guy who has that kind of confidence in his throwing ability. You have to give him more opportunities to make mistakes, and how you do that is you get more point, you put more points on the right. board, and force them to throw the football. Like this is how the game goes in a nutshell. This is how you would like the game to go. Get a couple, get two scores in the first half, maybe three, and then start to sit on the lead if you can. And that now we're playing a possession game. Like the teams try to play against us, but for whatever reason, that doesn't work against us. And force them to put the ball in harm's way. Every coach will tell you there's three things that can happen when you, you throw the football, and two of them are not good. So that's why I don't like to throw it. So put make them, yeah. force them to play a game that they don't want to play. So, you know how you said make him throw more? Like, if he if he throws a pick every, whatever, 20 attempts, make him throw more. He'll, he'll yes, give you he'll one. he'll give you one. Yeah, so he's only 25th in passing attempts this season because they've been up so much, right? Yeah. They run in the second half. But he is, when you look at his interceptions, he has six interceptions, but he's only thrown the ball like the 25th most amount of times. See, see I haven't looked at his numbers, Joe, but I would I would venture to guess that in every game, they want to keep him under 30 throws in the to, games that they win. You ready for this? You want me to tell yes. Let's see if Hughes' um, instinct on this is, is correct. All right? So the guess is he's, he's under 30 most of the time when they win. Yes. Right? So this season he's been he's – been, how about we go with 30 or less? Right? Because that's, okay. that's kind of the threshold. He's only thrown the ball more than 30 times twice the entire season. Did they win? They lost the, um, they lost the game against Cincinnati, and they beat the Giants when he threw 37 times. So, so he's oh, – but in, in, So he's 500. 500 when he throws over 30 times. Giants don't count. And the Giants, well, I, yeah. You know what, Kyle, I was thinking it, but you they are a professional it. football team. So, you know, I, I, I don't want to poo But you're spot on. On They don't want him to throw that much. Because it's 20. Here's what it mostly is. 25, 26, 27, yes, 24, 21. that's his sweet spot. Yeah. That's, that's his wheelhouse. Like, when you look at most quarterbacks, you can say that about most of these young quarterbacks that are playing nowadays. The ones that, that, that teams aren't really comfortable throwing the ball as much as they would like to. They stay around that 30-pass 30, 30 mark. Here's an interesting part of this, too. So he's only thrown interceptions in four games. That two of them, he had two interceptions. But mm-hmm. four games, he's had an interception. They've all come in the games where it's been 27, 30, 31. Yes. Like when they keep him at, ni- at 25, 24, 20, zero He's picks. fine. He's fine because, like I said, you like a guy like that, that's where the game manager, manager moniker comes from. Because when you look at the number, Jalen Hurst was around that, that last, last year. year as well. I know. He's, he's better than that now because they're more comfortable with him it's throwing like the he's football. A year, he's last year's Hurts yes. in some, in some yes. ways. Yeah. You want to keep them, you want to keep quarterbacks in that 25 to 30 range because that's, that's safe. When you start talking about 35 to 40 times throwing the football, you're, you're putting the ball in harm's way. Yes, of course. You know, and, and that's that's when the percentages for that interception thing to go up. I'm looking at his I thought my eyes were deceiving me. You know, he had a game this year where he was 20 of 21. 
That's ridiculous. Then I throw like because that that's that's where the game manager moniker comes yeah. from. Yeah. Uh, again, they, they, it's a good point. They treat him in terms of how often he throws like a game manager. Yet when he's allowed to throw, he's trying to throw it into the triple coverage there, and and they have a chance to, to take it away if they can make a play on Sunday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jackson's in Phoenix. What's up, Jackson? Hey, guys. My phone might be bad. If it is, it goes out. I'll call you back. But just to let you know, there's a, like a stat I saw by Shane Half put out that's like pressure to sack ratio. And um, they showed uh, Mahomes's and then Allen's. And then and, uh, Purdy's is double theirs, right? So if they get to Purdy, the, the Niners are in trouble. That's, that's like the main thing here. Like, I... That's where this, this game has to go. I know turnovers and, and protecting the ball and all that's got to you know, help, and we have to score or else it's over. But another, you know, I'm just thinking that if we pressure him, it's going to be bad for them. I and, agree, Jack. I saw the stat, too. It's in, you know, Mahomes and Allen, they're, they get away from pressure. Allen, like, runs through pressure, and then they throw it. Right. Purdy won't do that, right? If they get to him – He'll get sacked or he'll turn it over there. The one, the one thing I think we'd all agree on, they can't give him time because against these linebackers and the, and the Eagles' issues at, at nickel right now, if he has time, we're in trouble on Sunday. Yeah, and then, I mean, what do you think about this is another factor. I, I used to live in California, and every time I flew home, it was bad, like the hangover, like the jet lag. And I know they train for that, and I know they go to bed early and all that or whatever, but – I don't know. I think there's a factor there. There's a little bit too much time off to be thinking about this game. It's all in their heads. You know, they're kind of like putting their – they have to put their money where their mouth is now. And I think that there's a lot of time because three extra days they're going to have – okay, yeah, that's great for them and their body. But momentum when the Eagles, you know, won that game, I just think momentum's good. Like the Braves had too much time off, right? And they, they didn't come out firing. And now it's just kind of – I just see them maybe – too much in their head because they're thinking about this. Because if Brock Purdy lost his ability to throw last year, you're going to go back into the same stadium that you had that happen to you. That's a bad feeling in your gut. Yeah, I can't wait to see how he responds to it. Like, I I, I hope he crumbles, man. And it's Jackson, it's an interesting point, point on the idea of maybe too much time to kind of think about this and get revved up here for this huge game coming up on Sunday. 94 WIP breaking news. We have some breaking news here, NFL news. Yeah, we do, Joe. This is actually put out there by J.J. Watt. says, trying new things in retirement. Let's steal Adam Schefter's job for a day. It was later confirmed by Adam Schefter. So I just want to get that out there. Cardinals and tight end Zach Ertz have mutually agreed to part ways. So Arizona is going to move forward with its uh, new tight end, Trey McBride, while giving Ertz the opportunity to finish out the season somewhere else. Zach Ertz is going to go on waivers. So... Not like officially released yet, but he is out there and is going to be available. Potential Eagles reunion, fellas. Bring him home. What do you think? I'm in. I'll bring Zach Ertz back. Dallas Goddard banged up. This has been the second straight year he's banged up. And look, who are the other options here? Jack Stoll, Craig Calcaterra, and uh, Albert O. I'm, if Zach, if Zach what, is that, what does Zach have left in the tank? What do those guys have? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, period. You got name recognition. But I mean, I. 
Nah. You're out? Nah. I love, like, listen, and I'm not saying that because I know we, we get caught up in, you know, the love affair. I, I don't, I don't, nah, I don't think so. So as far as what's left in the tank, I yeah, mean, we I could, we could be real. There's left. not much. I mean, yeah. he's averaging 6.9 yards of reception this year. That's, just to give you an example, I mean, he, he for his career, it's 10 and a half. When he was at his best with the Eagles, 12.1, 11.4. I mean, we, we know what Zach was back in the day. He was a very, very good tight end. Uh, at, at one point, I, I thought he had a, a chance, if he kept going, to, to be a Hall of Fame kind of tight end. He's fallen off pretty considerably the last few years. But 27 catches, 187 yards. McBride out there is kind of taking that job, and, and he's done out there. But I, I would bring him back. I mean, I I don't love their options as the, the backup to Goddard. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know how much you're going to get from Ertz in this situation if he can't, you know, on a team like that, if he can't get any run on that team. You know, so that that's why I'm saying it. But I, I hear you. I mean, he probably is better. Than what you have, but I'm not. This has also become a very Eagles thing the last few years. They they bring like, back old heads. Yeah, I mean oh. Sue Joseph Julio Jones. I mean Darius Leonard, uh, Shaq Leonard's not an old head, but you know he's obviously fallen from where he was a couple years ago. They they do this. Um, I I think there's a real chance if he clears waivers that they bring they him in. Might kick the tires. Definitely might kick the tires and see what he has. I mean I'm pretty sure he's familiar. With the offense, that that's a plus. Yes, of course. He doesn't have to get back up to speed. So yeah, I, I, you're kind of swaying me a little bit, Joe. The other thing is, it, it's all right. So is he? How much better is he than than Stoll and Calcaterra and, and Alberto? I mean, he's probably not that much better at this point because he's declining. But I, I also like Dallas Goddard's a wonderful player, but he gets hurt. He gets banged up a lot. Like, what if Goddard comes back next week and then we go in the playoffs and he gets banged up again? I mean, it doesn't feel like they're playing without a tight end without Goddard. Like they, I know they threw the one pass. That was Stoll, right? Stoll caught the pass on the the, the fake run. He last looked week. like Goddard on that he, play he too. Did. He was but rumbling. The last two years when Goddard hasn't played, I wonder if any tight ends had more than two catches in a game. I would guess not. Like it's almost like it just disappears from the offense. Ertz will catch it if you throw to him. Kyle, you in? I'm in, man. Why, why not? Like I don't see how it could hurt you. Like he's not going to be a detriment to the team. Zach Ertz, pretty reliable guy. I mean, if he's out there, he's not going to be like you know, it, he's not a guy that's been known to like hurt you with fumbles, stuff like that. No. Like, he's really reliable guy. He's kind of security blanket type dude that'll just get open, do probably, nothing flashy. So I'd but... probably say about the same level as, like, Julio, probably. In terms of, like, what they're, what, what's what, the what left? He got le- yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah. I, I just, uh, like, Zach yeah, Ertz so. to me, and I guess, admittedly, I didn't really watch him as much in Arizona. I'm sure he kind of faded off with Trey McBride coming up. But, like, what I remember Zach Ertz for, he had a really good knack for just, like, finding the soft spot in yep. the defense and being open. Like, you know, Julio... He's been here, but I haven't really seen Julio do much. He caught the touchdown. He gets a bubble screen here and there. Maybe Zach Ertz can be a guy that you can throw a little hitch to over the middle of the field or something. Like it, it, I don't know. If you're just looking for an easy first down, third and four, Zach Ertz could be a guy that could help yeah, you out there. That. I get that. I, I'm, yeah, I've moved the line on that. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> see that. Kick the tires on it. Yeah, I put you. a pull up. I wonder if he'll clear waivers because uh, the way, there's waivers involves you, they have to pick up the rest of your salary, which yes. is, is small. Right, there's a month of the season left, and I can't imagine he's making a ton. But that means someone has to take on the contract the rest of the year. How do you think Eagle fans will vote on this poll? Should the Eagles try to bring back Zach Ertz? I would think they're going to vote yes. I agree. I mean, I think Zach Ertz. Now, look, did he he rubbed me a little bit the wrong way at the end with the contract? Remember that whole thing? He was like crying. He cried a lot at the end. I mean, yeah. literally. I mean, he was kind of he was like moping. They yeah, did the whole. Moping. It was a weird thing with the dye in his hair and stuff. Uh, yeah, that ended I didn't love that. His last year here, but I I loved him as a player when he was in his heyday. All right, let's go to Josh in West Grove. What's up, Josh? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, Josh. What's up today? That's my first time calling, so I'm really excited. Uh, but I wanted to come on and uh, kind of defend Chuck and call out the guys in San Francisco. Good. Good. Uh, Tell I us know, what you think, because yeah, it was it, it was wrong of them, and and you could just see here uh, how soft those guys are, Josh. Completely unprofessional. I mean, you can't go on 
and you know guys calling into your station you got to keep composure you're a professional you got a degree in this and you got to you know be be a man about it don't don't call him an idiot don't call him any of that stuff and then he's talking about the rappers i don't know if that was what he said i don't know if that was correct um but he talked about the rappers yeah, it was a little bit like they're they're back and forth and and the way they tried to trash talk him like he's not he's fake he's not really from Mount yeah, Airy. Anyway, he was trying to he was trying to I guess he didn't know about Meek Mill. I don't know and what he was thinking. I mean, it's funny because when he said the rapper thing, I thought in my head I'm like, who's out of the Bay Area to be honest? E four. Um, and then uh, but like, uh, yeah, no. So I was just I just thought that was a little unprofessional. Um, I I well and, you could tell like they took the call but they weren't prepared for someone from here to actually call the show. Yeah. So, and then the other thing is that the 49ers, I mean, I've been ready for this game all year. Um, you talk about a team that I hate, I think is the 49ers. You hear them on social media all the time, they're trash talking and stuff like that. So, I've just I've been ready for this game. I can't stand them and I'm I'm excited. Uh, Josh, I think this whole city's with you, man. And we we appreciate your your phone call there. Yeah, we're going to have those guys on the show coming up at tomorrow for a simulcast. That's going to be interesting. Oh, I can't wait. I, I think it's the perfect kind of cherry on top to this 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 whole week here. Al's in North Philly. What's up, Al? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. I'm enjoying the show. Uh, I just want to, uh, first of all, the Eagles are going to win on Sunday, 34-20. I agree. They're never going to put together four quarters. They are who they are. We've seen it. But they can do three quarters. And that's all it's going to take to beat this 49er squad. The main reason I call is um, I just want to say what we hear from the 49ers and what we've heard from their fans over the last uh, 10 months, just, it's not just about that last game. The 49ers have a chip on their shoulder because they have a manhood deficit. Let me just explain. Remember back in the Walsh era, we always referred to the 49ers as a finesse team. And they never really lost that. Nobody talks about it as much, but that softness has always been there since the Walsh era. And it's in the back of a lot of people's minds. And what do they fear about the Eagles? The same thing that they fear when they look at any Philadelphia team or the city of Philadelphia, a big blue-collar bad team. We don't have a manhood deficit. So I was working in San Francisco in 1994 when Randall and Reggie and company came to town, and they crushed the defending 49ers, uh, Super Bowl champions, 40-8. to And let me tell you, that whole team, you could just see the manhood getting sucked out of them. And they've never really recovered from that. And if you look at the games over the last 20 years, the Eagles have blown out the 49ers about a half dozen times. What's going to happen this time, what's been happening for the last year, is that the Eagles, excuse me, the Niners have this chip on their shoulders. They're afraid that their lack of manhood, their lack lack of toughness is going to be exposed by one of those teams, one of those towns that has something they never have had. It's the B word, you know, the guys have. And the, and the 49ers have never had that. So uh, I just want you to know what the 49ers, what's in their head is all about manhood, and they're afraid that the Eagles are going to expose it. What do you think, Hugh? Deep, deep, deep down this, this I, thing. That manhood getting sucked out of it sounds a little weird. But I mean, I get where you're going. That, with that. that maybe the the, the the wording a little yeah, odd. Love, but I, Al, I think it's interesting you brought up the old days, the Bill Walsh stuff. They were yeah. finesse. I mean, they, obviously they were great, but they but they hey, were Kyle thought of that, that way. That that absolutely. Was... Can I say one thing about Phil Mo Mike? Yes. Okay, what do you got listen, on him? Here's what you got to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fillmore District is what he was referring to. He just didn't pronounce the R. The no. Fillmore District in Fillmore San Slim. Francisco yeah, was yeah. farming. No, Fillmore Slim. I got. I, I think we were talking about yeah. 
Gotcha. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, that was once the largest black neighborhood in San Francisco until yeah. the city destroyed it through urban renewal. Mm. So when anybody gets on your show and they want you to call them Fillmore, they're saying two things. Number one, they remember where they came from. And number two, that they're still there and they don't intend to be moved out. So it's just a little more serious than he lets you know. Oh, I just okay. wanted to put that out. Yeah, well, we my, bad, you, my bad for cutting you off, yeah. Al, for, for dropping that knowledge on us. But yeah, he's right. Because I caught it. Because like Fillmore Slim, like back in the day that was like Fillmore Slim was like you know one of the one of the OGs yeah in the, in I had the, no idea but I just thought it was my I forgot to tell I forgot to tell I know you, you I, I, I keep forgetting I need the, the, I need the, the yeah, yeah I gotta give you the the, the, the not the T on the yay area alright guys I did some math here uh, as, as our last caller was uh, telling us his, his <laughs> thing pretty good at math yeah I think I, I think I got this one correct <laughs> I see you wrote it down oh I, I, I <laughs> you see, my, see my long hand here I did some real math okay I went back got the seven games in which the Eagles have not had Goddard over the last two years, right? These mm-hmm. two, and then I think it was five games last year. Do you know what their tight ends? And I included both. I, I didn't even just make it like just Jack Stoll, like just any tight end. Calcaterra, Stoll, Alberto, whatever. Combined, per game, do you know what these guys are averaging? With, with So when Goddard's out, and that's why we're thinking about the idea of bringing Zach Ertz back, combined, without Goddard, Eagles tight ends average less than two yard, two catches a game and only nineteen point four yards. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm moving off that. I, I'm willing to take a chance. That's anything's better than two. two less than two. <laughs> less than it's thirteen two. catches in seven <laughs> games. Like basically, the tight end position just disappears. Like when Goddard's not here, it's like don't, don't even put the guy in the field. He's just a blocker. So I'm into the idea. If uh, if Ertz clears waivers, or the Eagles obviously could put a claim on him, but they have the best record, so. He basically has to clear waivers for him to get to the Eagles. He yeah. has to clear everybody I'm okay with else. that. I'm okay with that movement. I'm, I'm in. Let's that. let's go get Zach Ertz. Bring him up. All right, 215-592-9494. We're going to eavesdrop here on those guys at San Francisco next. What are they saying out there? We're going to talk to them tomorrow at 11, and we have to address what we hear from them out in San Francisco. All your phone calls as well on the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP.